You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. <laughs> Can you believe this, folks? It's Matt Derry. It's Locked On Lions, the post-game show. Post-game pod on a Sunday, December 6th and a Monday, December 7th. The Detroit Lions, down by 10, with 2 minutes and 18 seconds left, come back with 14 unanswered points to beat the Bears today, 34-30 in Chicago. Stunning victory as the Lions and interim coach Daryl Bevel dance off the field at Soldier Field victorious. We're brought to you today by Pepsi, made for football watching. Thanks to a natural lack of athleticism or commitment or overbearing sports parents, fewer than 1% of 1% of 1% of people will ever play professional football. But instead of entering the NFL, they've joined another league, the League of Football Watchers. This football season is different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day no matter how you watch. Watching the game today, had my chips, had my dip, had a little built bar later in the day, and I had my Pepsi. It's a refreshment you need to power through any game day. Because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football, watching. Game balls will be handed out on the podcast today. we got to talk about the bevel effect. Uh, The amount of times today that they went down to sideline reporter Laura Oakman on Fox, and she just kept saying, oh, I talked to the players, and they hated hated playing for Matt Patricia. At least the players that that she talked to. Um, What on earth were the Chicago Bears doing at the end of that game today. Now, you want to give the Lions credit, you have to, for not quitting, for fighting for 60 minutes, for playing hard. But you also have to make the realization, folks, that Matt Nagy and the Bears are an embarrassment. They've lost six in a row for the first time since 2002. And now my computer is going crazy. Um... That was embarrassing. Embarrassing by the Bears. And they helped the Lions win today. What a play by Romeo O'Quara to get a strip sack with about a minute and 50 seconds left on Mitchell Trubisky after, number one, the Bears weren't prepared for the kickoff. at third. Why would the Bears think the Lions were going to onside kick there? The Lions had all three timeouts in the two-minute warning. So they didn't even put Cordero Cordero Patterson back deep. They had Mooney back deep. The Lions kicked off. There was nobody back there except Mooney, and he, like, slid at the 11-yard line, which made no sense. That was number one by Chicago. Why would you think the Lions were going to onside kick there? The chances of getting onside kicks right now are, like, 1%. So that was a boneheaded move by Matt Nagy. Then he's got Trubisky on third down. Third down. And four at his own 18-yard line, or whatever it was, 17-yard line, on a seven-step drop going through his progressions. Nothing quick, nothing short, not a screen pass, not a slant pass, nothing safe. He has his bad quarterback standing back there forever. And what happens? Romeo Aquara comes off of the left end and makes one heck of a play, beating uh, Ifedi the right tackle stripping Trubisky of the ball, 
and the legendary John Panasini jumps on it. And the Lions down three in business get an Adrian Peterson five-yard touchdown run with a buck 37 left to take a 34-30 lead. Incredible. Then you're asking the Lions defense to get a stop again. Here come the Bears. They move down the field. They get down about the 25-yard line or whatever it was. And then Nagy throws, or not Nagy, but Bill Lazor, their offensive coordinator, Trubisky throws a, 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 an out route to Allen Robinson, who inexplicably goes out of bounds short of the sticks with one timeout left. It was third down. You have to get a first down. If you got to burn your last timeout, so be it. But you get four more plays. He goes out of bounds a yard short. Fourth and one, <laughs> they run David Montgomery out of the shotgun on an inside handoff. So he's got to get six yards to get one. And Kevin Strong, Kevin Pimp Hand is strong. With a huge tackle, wrestles him down a half a yard short, and the Lions win. Twitter, at Dairy Speaks, your comments welcome. Also, at Locked On Lions and the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. If you're new to the podcast, we welcome you. We are here after every game on Sundays here on Locked On Lions, excuse me, and then throughout the week. We'll have our crossover Thursday where we will preview the Packers and Lions game uh, coming up for next Sunday with Peter Bukowski. We'll have guests this week. This was incredible. The Lions win and steal one in Chicago. The Chicago Bears are the worst run, running team, rushing team in the NFL. The worst. Like, way, way bad. All right? They average like 82 yards a game on the ground. Today they had over 100 yards in the first half. Then for some odd reason in the second half, they decided to abandon the run, which made absolutely no sense. Now, Mitchell Trubisky, who finally loses for the first time against the Lions um, in his last five games, still had a passer rating of 108.3 today. But while you give the Lions and Daryl Bevel, you got to hand Daryl Bevel, uh, give him the nod, and he got the game ball for Matthew Stafford after the game, and he's ecstatic and happy and Look, the Lions, look, the players are going to play. They're going to play. They are now auditioning for all these other teams and their own team because a new GM and a new coach are coming in. So you have to give them credit for trying and for giving Max effort and for fighting through what looked to be another loss. Because this, this was a loss. They were down 10 in the fourth quarter, and it looked bleak. Stafford threw a terrible interception on an attempted screen pass to Jesse James. The Lions are better when they're throwing the football down the field, but they don't do it enough, and that's on Daryl Bevel. All right, this dink and dunk offense doesn't work for Stafford. He keeps throwing interceptions to, to, to defensive ends. He's thrown three pick sixes this year, and he's thrown a handful of interceptions to defensive ends on screen passes. But yet they fought through all that, and they won today. And how about Stafford? 27 out of 42, 402 yards passing, three touchdowns, one interception, and a passer rating of 109.4. He hit Marvin Jones with that 25-yard pass on a very long drive with two minutes to go. And then they got the strip sack, the fumble, they scored, got the stop at the end, and they win. Some of you are going, uh, typical Lions, this is vintage. Here they are winning games they should lose. They should tank for a draft pick. You can say that if you want. Um, to me, the Lions need to be drafting a quarterback, whether they're drafting ninth, seventh, whatever. 
They're not going to be as bad be as bad as the Jets who lost today or the Jaguars. The last I looked, the Jaguars were still, as I record this, still in overtime with the Vikings. Let me see. I think it finally went final. Yeah, Minnesota won. So Jacksonville's lost like fifty thousand in a row. But this was a stunner. This was a stunner because the Lions are the team that usually blows fourth quarter leads. The Lions are the team that usually doesn't know what they're doing. (laughs) Today, it was the Bears. And if you're a Chicago fan listening to this podcast, it's pretty simple, isn't it? How is Matt Nagy keeping his job? And quite honestly, Ryan Pace, too. Because Ryan Pace is the guy that drafted Mitchell Trubisky over Patrick Mahomes and all these other guys. The Lions today had seven penalties. They gave up, like I said, uh, uh, 140 yards on the ground. They were out, you know, time of possession. was. It seemed like the Lions defense was on the field the entire day. But when they needed to get a stop, some guys stepped up. And what about Romeo Aquara? How good has he been all year? Marvin Jones had a pretty big day. We'll talk, touch on some of those players when we hand out game balls. This is I'm, I'm as stunned as you guys are. Lions win. They finally beat the Bears. They had lost five in a row to Chicago. Matt Patricia had never beaten Chicago. Coming up next, I want to touch on what Laura Oakman was saying uh, earlier today on the Fox broadcast. First, though, let me tell you about our friends at DoorDash. Between never-ending cycles of laundry, I folded laundry today, and incoming emails, you've got plenty on your to-do list, right? Give yourself one less thing to worry about and let DoorDash take care of your next meal. You want Chinese food, pizza, someone's crazy, uh, craving frozen yogurt? There's something for everyone at DoorDash. Continue supporting restaurants in your community safely. There are thousands of them. Open for delivery on DoorDash that need your patronage not right now more than ever as we go through this pandemic. So support your favorite restaurants on DoorDash, all right? You've counted on them. Now they're counting on you. DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right now, delivered right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open up the app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. All right, there's over 300,000 partners in the U.S. that use DoorDash. Places like Chipotle, Wendy's, whatever you want. Cheesecake Factory. DoorDash deliveries are now contactless, folks. No excuse. Use them. Go to the website. Go, right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more. When you download the DoorDash app, you enter the code LOCKEDON. Again, that's 5 bucks off. And zero delivery fees on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. All right? Enter code LOCKEDON, $5 off your first order. With our friends at DoorDash. All right, Lions win 34-30 postgame pod. Adrian Peterson, a couple of touchdown runs today and what was a... Bizarre day, to say the least, uh, in Chicago and at uh, Soldier Field, an empty Soldier Field. Chicago now 5-7, and seven, the Lions now 5-7, and seven, in a crazy comeback, which made very little sense today. But <laughs> the Lions are the team that um, gets this done. They win the football game. And earlier today, in case you missed it, um, 
Laura Oakman, the sideline reporter on Fox. What about what about Kevin Kugler on the call today? J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 break up the Jets. That guy's got every cliche in the books. Chris Billman was great today. Uh, anyway, Laura Oakman, who was a sideline reporter for Fox, they went down to her in the first quarter, and they were talking about, they showed the graphic of Matt Patricia and the 13-29-1 and his record here and his record against the division and all this stuff. And they went down to Laura Oakman, and she said, I talked to some players who said that under Matt Patricia, we were mentally and physically drained every day. And one player called it smothering, she said, in terms of an approach, practices, and everything. This week, Daryl Bevel changed it, according to Oakman. They went a little lighter. They had more fun. They played music during practice. And the guys seemed to respond today. Um, that's nice. That's great. But let's be completely honest here. The Lions still, all right, couldn't stop Chicago for most of the day. They did at the end of the game. They still handed the war, one of the second worst offense in the NFL. Still had over, uh, you know, close to 400 yards of total offense. All right, three, 267 and 140. So 267 and 100 is 367. And then another 40. So, yeah, they were over 400 yards of total offense today. That's a terrible offense led by a terrible quarterback who, for some odd reason, every time he sees the Lions, has a big day. Other than the strip sack, Trubisky did have a pass rating of 108.3. He did have a good day. All right, he completed balls to Allen Robinson with ease, Anthony Miller, uh, Mooney, Montgomery out of the backfield, Komet. All right, so let's not sit here and say, oh, the Lions defense is fixed because they got three stops at the end of the game. It was huge, and Okora's play was big, but the Lions have their own issues, and they got to play Aaron Rodgers next week. But interesting that these players are now telling Laura Oakman these things. But the real story is why didn't Sheila Ford Hamp pull the plug on this earlier? Matt Patricia should have been fired weeks ago. Right? I'm not saying the, the Lions are going to tell you right now at five and seven that they're still in the hunt for a, a playoff spot. And they are to an, they're technically not mathematically eliminated. They're not. And they're going to tell you, we're going to play hard for Bev. We want to win the rest of our games. Let's finish nine and seven. Let's see what happens. All right. And they played for the guy today. But what an indictment when Oakman's talking in week 12 or week 13 or whatever week we're in, week 13, all about how the Lions players were. Physically and mentally drained. First of all, sorry, fellas, but some of you aren't in any place to talk with your performance. Number two, though, that's an indictment of the owner for not pulling the plug on this a lot earlier. Actually, for not firing him after last season and starting fresh. Because you look at this division now, Minnesota barely beat the Jaguars at home today. The Bears stink and should be firing their GM and coach. All right, the Packers are very good. But you wonder what people say about this, um, you know, as, you know, Oakman was making these comments. You know, it's interesting. I was looking on Twitter. Um, uh, Gritty wrote, LOL, I'm not trying to defend Patricia, but LOL. Then Jimmy VS says, now players have been saying for three years that he overworks them. They have nothing to give come game time. You can see how they faded at the end of games. You can't perform when you're run down and tired. Sometimes it is actually the coach and not just lazy or arrogant players. 
Um, Jim Rogers said, poor babies. <laughs> you know, I, I get it. These guys don't have a lot to sit, to talk. They don't, they don't really have a lot of leeway to talk because they haven't performed. But again, I blame the owner for not making this change earlier. We knew earlier in the year this team was a dumpster fire and that they were poorly coached. Were they coached better today? A little bit. I'm not sitting here to tell you that Daryl Bevel had some magical game plan. Right? They still made uh, still made their share of mistakes, still committed seven penalties, still can't run the football. 60 yards today on 22 carries. It's terrible. Now, didn't have DeAndre Swift, didn't have Kenny Galladay, didn't have Okuda, didn't have Trufant, didn't have Shelton, didn't have uh, Flowers. And that Lions D-line, without Danny Shelton, can't stop Canton High School's running game. All right, and Andy LaFada's got a pretty good team. They gave up 140 yards on the ground today. They got lucky in the second half. They made some adjustments, but the Bears stopped running the ball, which made no sense. When Chicago's under center and Trubisky's handing the ball off, the Bears were doing whatever they wanted. The second half, they got too cute. All right, Chicago, you know, they led at the half 23-13. Their third-quarter game plan all year on offense has been abysmal to the point where they've scored seven total third-quarter points all year in the third quarter. I think I repeated myself, but you know what I meant. But um, the Lions still have a long way to go. This defense is atrocious. Atrocious. Got the stops at the end. Give them credit today. But they got help. But that defense is still atrocious. The linebacking core is horrible. The secondary is horrible. The D-line, I'm going to give a pass because I think Penasini plays his ass off. He He's like their best D-tackle. You had Kevin Strong, Frank Heron. You know, Deshaun Hand's always hurt. He didn't play. Nick Williams, I, I don't know if I really see him out there. He plays. Everson Griffin's doing the best he can do. Um... But the, de- the defense is banged up, uh, up front, the D-line. You take Deshaun Hand and, and, and Danny Shelton out of the middle of that defensive line, it's not very good. And the Bears did whatever they wanted offensively for most of the day. Stunning at the end. I'm still stunned by that third and four play. Still, still stunning that you have Trubisky on like a seven-step drop looking down the field. To me, you throw a screen pass there, you dump one down to Montgomery, it's ball game. It's ball game. So, again, credit to Okwara for making the play and, and give the Lions credit. They outlionsed the Lions at the end of the Bears at the end of that game. Maybe the Bears outlions the Lions. You know what I mean? Incredible. <laughs> it made no sense, but you'll take it. And now the Bears get the Green Bay Packers, or excuse me, the Lions get the Green Bay Packers. Sunday, that's a 425 game, by the way. They moved it to the uh, second game. Um, late game for national TV for on Fox on next week. Seems like they want the Packers in primetime all of the time. All right, we're going to hand out the game balls here on the postgame pod. I'm rambling on in a second. 
First, got to tell you about the best tasting protein bar ever, and you know what that is. It is Built Bar. Oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, yeah, right there. I had my white chocolate cookies and cream that I got over the holiday on Cyber Monday for my friends at Built Bar. It really is. They are tremendously tasting protein bars that are good for you. All right? Under 150 calories, and they taste great. I love the cookies and cream. I love the caramel brownie. The cherry barcia is fantastic. Peanut butter, mint brownie, whatever you want, they've got them. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft. They're easy to chew. They're fresh, and they taste really good. And the great thing is they're great for the health-conscious guy. You lose or maintain weight while you indulge in this delicious treat. Go to Built Bar's website. See all the stuff they got there at BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKDOWN at checkout. You're going to get 20% off your next order. All right, get that cookies and cream bar, seriously. Get the mixed box, pick out a few that you want, and you get six cookies and cream, like six cherry barcia, and, and six coconut almond, whatever you want. So you're getting 18 bars in the box. It's cheap, it's good for you, and you're getting 20% off using that promo code locked on at BuiltBar.com. All right, so let's talk about um, game balls today for your Detroit Lions. First game ball has to go to Matt Nagy, the coach of the Bears. Thanks, coach. Woohoo! Way to hand that one of the Leos. All right, now, in all seriousness, first game ball is Romeo Aquara. All right, Romeo Aquara is a free agent at the end of this year. And if the Lions have any anything, if they're smart, they'd hand him a new contract now. All right, the strip sack at the end of the game. Um, a tackle for a loss, made the play of the game. And he's been doing it all season long. He's had a really, really good year. Uh, I think he's up to, what, eight and a half sacks now? i got to look this up. He's, he's been tremendous this year. Seven sacks this year for Romeo Quar. And, uh, boy, he made the play of the game there with under two minutes to go to get the Lions the ball back in Chicago territory. He gets a game ball from me. Also, game ball today for the Detroit Lions goes to Marvin Jones. Eight catches, 116 yards, um, and a touchdown. Had the touchdown catch from Matthew Stafford, excuse me, with just under, just uh, over two minutes to go, 218 left. Had a good day, 25-yard touchdown catch. Um, The Lions were forced to throw a lot today. Matthew Stafford threw the football, what, 42 times today? And, you know, threw for 400 yards. But Marvin Jones made some key catches, for sure. And he gets a game ball today. I'm, I'm giving another game ball to TJ Hawkinson. And I know I've been very, very uh, harsh on Hawkinson because he was drafted 8th uh, uh, overall or ninth overall in the first round a couple years ago. He's stepping it up. I don't think the Lions target or use him enough to begin with. Why are you throwing tight end screens to Jesse James? Get the ball to Hawk. Seven catches, 84 yards today. I I thought he was tremendous. And he made some big, big, big catches. So did Amendola on that drive. Uh, The second last drive that gave the Lions uh, cut it to three. I thought he was tremendous today. I think TJ Hawkinson's a keeper. Um, So those are my game balls for today. It's crazy. What a crazy game. The Lions started off the game with like the Jamal Agnew offense, and then they abandoned it. 
There's times during this game that you go, man, they're throwing the ball down the field, which is what you do with Matthew Stafford. Uh, the 49-yard touchdown pass to Cephas. Like, where's that more often? Then they go into this conservative stuff. It drives you crazy. Post-game pod, Lions win 34-30 to over the Bears in what was uh, mind-blowing, to say the least. What, in a game that nobody nobody expected, you know? Rock writes on Twitter, maybe now the Bears will hire Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> There's a couple more. Let me read a couple more tweets, give some shout-outs here. Come on now, let's, uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, Pearl Jam Pav, horrible win. Jim Pol- uh, Polakski, good for them. They earned this one. Congrats to Daryl Bevel. Ivory Jackson, don't fall for the banana in the tailpipe. They'll win a few of these games, play hard, somehow make the playoffs, and these guys keep Bevel as head coach. Please don't do this to us, Lions. No disrespect to Bevel and his hard work, though, but please, no. Mama's boy, Matt, I'm torn. I'm a diehard, so I'll always love to see the Lions win, and we'll never hope they lose, but I want Robert Sala. Lions are playing for Bevel, but please, hashtag hire Sala. Jay Glazer said pregame today on Fox that Robert Sala is the leader in the clubhouse to become the Lions' new head coach. By the way, Jason Lockenfora on the CBS pregame today said Jerry Reese is going to get an interview by the Lions. That's the former Giants GM who was the GM when they won two Super Bowls under Tom Coughlin, but at the end of his tenure, it was a disaster. A disaster. So, those little nuggets for you as we wrap up the show. Lions win 34-30. to Don't forget we are with you Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Check us out. More Locked On Lions all week long right here on the Locked On Podcast Network.